Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Fresh Encounter, the radio ministry of Lifelong Anointing Church. Our mission as a church is to equip the body of Christ to increase in wisdom and in stature, and in favor with God and with men. We're glad that you joined us for this edition of the broadcast. It is our prayer that this broadcast will be a blessing to you. Here now is Pastor Otuno with today's message. Many of us have an idea of where we want to go, of what we want to, of what, you know, what we hope, what, what we are hoping the Lord Almighty will do for us. And God has promised to take us to the next level. There's a lot of blessing that He wants to do. But to benefit from the blessings of God, to be able to get to where you are going, we said the first thing you need is to be able to have a relationship with the Almighty God. To have a covenant relationship with the covenant keeping God. Because if God does not know you, you have no, you have no access to His blessing. There are some specific blessings that are reserved for his own people. And those specific blessings only come to those people with a covenant relationship. But beyond that, beyond the covenant relationship, the second thing you need to do to be able to secure the blessings of the Almighty God for your life this year is for you to have a very clear vision of what God has in store for you. A clear understanding of what God has promised to give you. You must be able to see it. In other words, you must be able to see exactly what God has in store for you. You must be able to exactly see the things that God has promised you. You must be able to know exactly what he has planned for you. And the question is why? Why must you be able to see it? What God will see what God has in store for you. Why must you be able to know where God is taking you? Why must you see what he has in store for you? Before we begin to answer that question, you need to first of all understand what it means to see. You need to understand what it means to have a vision. When God said to Abraham, I will give you the land. When Elijah said, you need to see me before you get the double portion. What are they talking about? What are they talking about seeing? What is this thing that they call vision? What is the Lord talking about? For you to understand why you need to see, you need to first of all understand what vision is all about. And vision is a mental picture of a future that is possible for you. In other words, this is what the Lord is birthing in your spirit and you are able to see the things that is possible in your life. That's what a vision is. The possibility that God is about to bring you into. A vision is an idea of what can be. The reality that you can experience. The guy that designed the building that we are in right now, before this building came to be, he had an idea at the back of his mind that this is the way I want to construct this place. This is the way I want to put the offices. This is the way I want to arrange this place. That is a vision at the back of his mind. A picture of a possible future. That is what a vision is. Vision is that thing that gives you a flash, a glimpse of what can happen tomorrow. And the Lord is saying that if you want to enjoy the blessings that I have in store for you, you need to have an idea of what that blessing is. So when you hear people say you need to have a vision for your life, you need to be able to develop a vision for this particular year, what are they talking about? What does it mean to have a vision for your life? What it simply means to have a vision for your life means that you have an idea where you are going. You have a picture of what this year looks like for you. 
You have the picture of what the year looks like for your family. You have a picture of what it looks like in your career, in your business, in the life of your children. You have an idea of what this particular year has in store for you. And I'm not just talking about wishful thinking. I'm not just talking about you, what your, what, what your father wants for you or your mother wants for you or your brother or your sister or your husband or your wife. Well, I'm not talking about what other people want for you. I'm talking about what God himself wants for you. That is what it means when you talk about the vision for your own life. What do you want to achieve this year? What is your vision for this year? Why are you going this particular year? And the question is, why must you, why is this particular important, why is this question important for you? Why is having a vision for your life, a vision for your family, a vision for this year, why is it important? Why must you know exactly where you are going? Why is it important that you have a vision? Look at the book of Habakkuk chapter 2. Habakkuk chapter 2, reading from verse number 2, the Bible tells us there. It said, then the Lord answered and said to me, write the vision and make it plain on a tablet, that he may run that reads it. In other words, the Lord is saying, the reason why you need to have a vision is because vision inspires action. When you see what is possible, you are motivated to take action to see it come to your life. When you know that if I show up at the work at 6 o'clock in the morning, our boss will give an extra bonus to anybody who shows an hour early. When you have that kind of a vision, what happens? You get there very early. The point you are making is that vision is important for you because vision inspires action. Vision is important for you because it emboldens your faith. You are able to believe and see that, yes, this is what is possible. It emboldens your faith. Vision is important because it reveals what is possible in your life. There are many people who grew up with the, you know, with the words that they have been told every day that they cannot do anything. That they are useless. That they cannot amount to anything. But when the Lord gives you a vision of where he's taking you, when he gives you a vision of what you can become, you will find out that it opens your mind and you are able, it emboldens your faith and it reveals the possibility that you can have apart from what other people have been telling you. Vision also is very important because it shows you your destiny. The Bible says God is the one that declares the end from the very beginning. When the Lord gives you a revelation of yourself, he doesn't show you where you are right now. He shows you what you can become. That is the vision that we're talking about. What is possible in your life? What God can accomplish through you? Not because of what you are, but because of what he is able to do. Vision shows you your destiny. Vision is able to focus your attention. Because when you know where God is taking you, when you know what God wants you to do, when you know what God can accomplish in your life, you don't go up and down. You don't begin to turn in every direction. You don't begin to waste your time and your energy pursuing different, different things. You are now focused. Vision focuses your attention because it helps you to be able to see exactly the things that you are supposed to be doing. Not only that, when you are focused on your attention, vision begins to attract resources to you. People look at you and say, this is a man that is going somewhere, let me invest in him. This is a woman that knows what he's doing, let me put something in there. This is an individual that is doing something, let me begin to help that person. They invest their time, their resources, their energy, their prayers into your life because you have a direction, you know where you are going. Vision attracts resources onto your life. Not only that, vision begins to control your choices. When the Lord Almighty said that this is what I want you to become, this is where I am taking you, you will find out that automatically you begin to know the things that will take you there and the things that will not take you there. 
You begin to realize that certain relationship will take me there, certain relationship will not take me there. When you have a clear vision from the Almighty God, you begin to understand, these are the things that are good for me, these are the things that are not good for me. This is where I should be, this is where I should not be. This is the guy I should hang out with, these are the guys I should not hang out with. When you have a clear vision from heaven, it controls your choices. What you eat, what you do. How you sleep, what you do, how you study, it controls everything. When you have a clear revelation of the Almighty God, when you begin to see, vision becomes very important because it dictates who you associate with. It selects your friend. When you know exactly what God wants you to do, and anytime people come around you, that's the only thing you are talking about. Only those people who support, who subscribe to that particular vision, who are going in that particular direction, those are the only people that will begin to hang around you. Other people who are not going in the same direction, what will happen? They'll begin to find their level and walk away. Vision selects your associate. It selects your friend. It selects the people that you begin to hang out with. You can no longer hang out with just anybody. Not because you hate them, but because your vision has made a separation between you and them. That's what vision does, and that is why it is very important. Not only that, vision strengthens your resolve. When you have a clear revelation, you have an understanding of what God has said is going to do for you. You know exactly where God is taking you. And all of a sudden, you start seeing some disappointment along the way. The enemy starts putting some roadblocks along the way. You will say, I know what I know. I know what I've seen. I know what the Lord has told me. And you keep marching on because you have seen it. But if you have not seen it, if the enemy throws a stumbling block on your way, you give it up because you don't know you are not sure if i told my sister and i said tomorrow morning you are getting a thousand dollars for me and you know that i'm capable of giving you a thousand dollars if somebody comes and say oh my pastor this pastor is not giving you anything you know because you have a relationship with me and you trust me and that way even if it is raining you will make sure you show up even if your car wants to behave, you will show up if things are not falling you will want to show up. why because a thousand dollars is hanging and you know it is going to come your way that's what happens when you get a vision when the vision is clear Regardless of the kind of obstacles that come your way, regardless of how up and down the year might be, when you see what God says He's going to do for you, when you hear what He said He's going to do for you, when He gives you a clear revelation, it doesn't matter what happens. You keep going. Because you know that this is what He said He's going to do. And the Bible says He's not a man that He should lie, or the Son of Man that He should repent. Whatever He has promised to do to you, or do for you, or wherever He has promised to take you, He will take you there. And that is why you need a vision for your life. So that the devil does not mess you up. That's why you need a vision. So that the enemy does not shortcut you. That's why you need a vision. So that it does not rob you. Not only that vision is important because it simplifies your life. It simplifies your life. It is not possible for you to do everything. As much as we think that we are important. That we are supermen and superwomen. We have been told that we can multitask. You are not meant to do everything. There is a reason why there is word specialization exists. So that you can specialize. You can focus on one thing. And when you focus, that's why Paul the Apostle said, he said, this one thing I do, forgetting all others. In other words, I concentrate my life. I simplify my life to be able to focus on where God is taking me. Vision focuses your life. When the Lord said, this is what I want you to do. When you are doing something else, you are wasting your time. When you are doing something else, you are not getting the result. The vision of the Almighty God is important in your life because it simplifies your life. Because a good vision does all these things in your life. Because a good vision helps you to be able to concentrate and to focus your life. That's why God says you need to see this land. See this land because the Philistines will come. 
See this land because there's going to be discouragement. See this land because you need you, you are going to be distracted. See this land because other things will want to compete for your attention. You need to see the land. That's why the Lord Almighty told Abraham, see the land because that is what I want to give you. That's why Elijah said to Elisha, he said, you need to see me before I take you because I'm giving you a double portion of the anointing. The anointing is not going to come cheap. There are so many people who's going to ridicule you. There are people who's going to make fun of you. There are people who are going to call you the bald-headed prophet. They are going to say all sorts of things, but you need to see me so that you can pursue and receive exactly the things that I have in store for you. When you see what can be, when you see what God can do for you, it has a way of inspiring and firing you up. When you see what is possible, when you see that, yes, uh, I can do this, I can achieve this, I can receive this, it has this energy, it has a way of pumping you with energy. When you know what you can, when you know what your future looks like, when you know what God is able to do, it has a way of influencing your choice, it has a way of influencing your association because you know what to do and what not to do. That is what vision does for you. It motivates you. It helps you to make the correct choices. It helps you to be able to form the association. When you see what you can become, it tells you what you can do and what you cannot do. When you have that vision. And that's why this new year, this early in this new year, I am begging you. I am urging you. I am pleading with you. Find a vision that inspires you. Find a vision that sets fire in your belly. Find a vision that inspires you and go for it. Because if you don't do it, what you will find is that the year will be just like any other year. You need to find something that when you wake up in the morning, you, it gives you the reason to get out of bed. I used to tell people, I say, I love to teach so much. I'm willing to pay somebody to sit down so that I can teach them. That is one thing I enjoy doing. The only thing that you have to be able to find a passion, find a vision that will keep you going. Because my brothers and sisters, there's going to be a lot of discouragements. There's going to be a lot of ups and downs. The enemy is going to challenge. There's going to be a lot of disappointment from places that you don't even expect. But unless you see what God has in store for you, unless you have a clear vision of where God is taking you, you may not be able to survive. And that is why I beg you, find something that is interesting. Find something that inspires you and go for it. Now, if vision is so important, if vision is so good for our life, what happens when you don't have one? What happens for a man who does not know what tomorrow holds? What happens to an individual who does not know what will look, what tomorrow looks like for his life, for his family, and for his job? What happens when you do not have a vision of God, of what God has in store for you? What happens? Look at the book of First Samuel chapter 3. 1 Samuel chapter 3. We want to start reading from verse number 1. The Bible says, And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of God was precious in those days. And there was no open vision. And it came to pass at that time, when Eli was laid down in his place, his eyes was waxed dim that he could not see. And ere the Lamb of God went out in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of, the God, where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down, to sleep. What happens when there is no vision? The first thing that happens when there is no vision is that people become blinded to the things that will do them good. When you don't know where God is taking you, when you don't know what God has in plan for you, you will begin to walk against yourself. You will begin to do the things that you are not supposed to do. You will begin to call blindness to the things that will move you forward is the result when you have no vision. 
And that is why when I somebody has no idea of where God is taking him, and God is saying that, I want to bless you, I want to bless you, but I want you to release what is in your hand. You say, no, that seed that I'm supposed to release is the seed that I want to eat. At the end of the day, what I have done is that you have just eaten your harvests. Because you have no idea what is good for you. What happened? You will not be able to be able to reap the harvest. When there is no vision, people become blinded to the things that will do them good. Number two, if you look at your, you know, and to support that, you look at the book of uh, that first Samuel chapter three. If you look at verse number two, the Bible tells us there, and it came to pass in that time when Eli was laid down in his place, his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see. Here was the prophet of the Almighty God who had been given the responsibility to make sure that the Lamb of God was born in. That the oil in that particular Lamb never goes out. And yet, because there is no vision, because there is no revelation, this man's eyes could no longer see what he was supposed to see. The thing that made his office, that established his office, the man could no longer see it anymore. That's what happened when you have no vision of what God has in store for you. Number two, when people have no idea of where God is taking them, they no longer have passes to enjoy the presence of the Almighty God. Because you are no longer in His fellowship with Him anymore. And if you look at this same verse number three, you know, verse number three of First Samuel chapter three, the Bible says, the presence of the Almighty God went out. Eli was there. But because there was no revelation, the man doesn't even know. When there is no vision, we have, we lose access to the presence of the Almighty God. And then number three, when there is no vision, when people have no idea what tomorrow looks like, they lose hope. When people have no idea of what their tomorrow looks like, when you have no idea if you, when you go to job tomorrow, you are going to have a job. When you have no idea what your family will look like in the next one month. When you have no idea of what the economy, or of, of, the, of, the, of the state of the economy in your family for the next six months. When you have no idea of what God has in store for you, you will lose hope. And the Bible tells us, it said, because the lamp of God went out, because Eli was no longer able to see, the Bible says Samuel was laid down to go to sleep. He was supposed to function as a prophet in learning. But the Bible says he was laying down to go to sleep. When you get to that point where you have no idea where tomorrow holds, despondency will set in, discouragement will set in, hopelessness will follow, and people will become very angry and agitated. That's why the Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs 29, it describes the condition of a person who has no vision. The Bible says where there is no vision, the people will perish. Where there is no revelation of the word of God for their life, where there is no revelation of what tomorrow holds, the people will perish. You see, when people have no idea what tomorrow looks like for them, they will begin to waste the seed of tomorrow. They will begin to waste the seed of their tomorrow. The thing that they are supposed to invest that will bring them good tomorrow, they will waste it today. That's why people will waste their today. That's why people will waste their time today. That's why people will do the things that will not benefit them tomorrow. And that is why people, when they have no vision of where they are going, when they have no vision of where God is taking them, when they have no vision of what God will do for them, they waste their time. They waste their resources. They waste their talent. They waste opportunity. They waste the grace of God upon their life. When you have no idea what God has in store for you, when there is no vision, your future becomes aborted. Because you will do anything anyhow. Not only that, your resource will be mismanaged. Because you don't know how to manage, you don't know what to do. 
to be able to get the seed or the future that you want. Not only that, your potential becomes undeveloped. When you don't have an idea of where God is taking you, when you don't have an idea of what God wants to use in your life, what God wants to put, what God has put in your life, when you don't know what to do with it, what happened, you waste that particular, that potential becomes undeveloped. The Bible tells us a particular story about Elisha and the wife of a prophet that died. The Bible makes us to understand that this particular woman, the father, the man was serving God when he was alive. He had two sons. He was living a life of poverty. He took those two sons and gave them as a shorty. Now he is in debt. The man has died. The people that the man is owing money to have now come to take those two children. And this woman now went to the prophet and said, Prophet, help me. The man is in debt. He died. He has two sons. They are about to take them into, take them into servitude. Elisha asked the question. He said, what is in your hand? The woman said, I don't have anything except for a pot of oil. Because the woman had no revelation of what that oil can do. Because the woman had no revelation of the potential of that oil. Because the woman had no idea of what, the, what, the, what God can do with that oil. The woman kept that oil in the hand and said, I have nothing. And there are many people who are sitting down here right now. There are so many things that God has deposited in your life. But because you are not able to see it, those things are just sitting down there. And when you have no vision of what God can do with you, of what God can do with what he has deposited in your hand, of what God can do with your talent, your, your, your potentials will go undeveloped. This woman had that bottle of oil in the house. But the man that had the vision to see beyond the physical, that was able to see into the supernatural, saw that this particular bottle of oil had the ability to reproduce. He said, go and borrow empty vessels, not a few. He said, lock the door and begin to pour. And the Bible says the woman began to pour. That bottle of oil that was insignificant, that bottle of oil that she thought was useless, that bottle of oil that she didn't have any use for, the Bible says that when the Lord gave her revelation of the potential of that oil, she started pouring. And as she started pouring, she filled all the vessel. And the Bible says, as soon as the vessel finished, the oil stopped flowing. The point you are making is that when God has not opened your eyes, you look at it, but you don't know what you're supposed to do. Moses was going about with a staff. He never knew that that staff was the staff of authority. He never knew that that was the staff that was going to shame the magicians of Egypt. He never knew that that was same staff was going to divide the Red Sea. But he kept walking with the staff until the Lord gave him a revelation. And the Lord asked him, what is in your hand? He said, staff. He said, drop it. And he dropped it. And he realized that that staff carried the presence of the Almighty God. When you have no revelation of the things that God has deposited in your care, of the things that God has given unto you, you are going to leave them undeveloped. Not only that, when you have no idea of the vision, or when you have no idea the revelation of the things that God has given unto you, when you have no vision, the opportunities that God presents your way, you will see them as obstacle, and you are going to waste that opportunity. The point you are making is that when you have no vision of where God is taking you, of what God can do for you, you waste opportunity. Not only that, when you have no vision for your life, when you have no vision of where God, what God wants to do with you, your life will lack restraint. Why should I restrain myself? Why should I not go to the clubs? Why should I not live anyhow? Why should I not fornicate or do adultery or do whatever I need to do? Why should I continue to keep myself? After all, God doesn't care about me. When you have no idea of what God wants to do with you, you live your life without restraint. Not only that, when a man has no vision, when a man has no revelation, when he doesn't know what life holds for him, life becomes hopeless. Despair comes in. Why do you think most of our things are angry? 
Because they have seen themselves and they say that there is no hope for us. They see themselves as if they are locked up. They see themselves as if there is no passage for them. That there is no opportunity for them to enjoy the American dream. And why? What the next thing they do? They take it out in anger and in hopelessness. It's an indication that there is no revelation to show them that there is a way out. When there is no hope, when there is no vision, hopelessness and despair will follow and then people will become very angry and bitter. See a man that has no hope. See a man that thinks that he's stuck in a place. See a person that says that he has no way out. What you will see is that that particular individual becomes very angry. He becomes very bitter because he does not believe that he has a way out. I remember when I was doing my graduate studies at MTSU. One of the first things, a professor became a very close friend of mine. He was the director of the graduate school. He said one of the things that he always tells his students is that make sure you have an option. Make sure you have an option in life. Because a man without option is a very, very dangerous person. If when you think that, oh, that's, this is all I can get. I don't have anything, I don't have anything going for me. Why should you care? You become a very dangerous person. In a society where people don't live for anything, they live unto themselves. If you take away the thing that makes meaning unto themselves, what happened? They are willing to pack it up. They have no option. What we are saying in essence is that the vision of the Almighty God tells you the option that God has for you. That doesn't have to end this way. You don't have to live like this. You don't have to continue like this. You don't have to remain in this state. The Lord is saying, I have a way for you. I have an option for you. A man without that knowledge, a man without that revelation, a man without that vision will be bitter and he will be angry and he will be hopeless. And that was why when they asked this woman called Helen Keller, a woman that was blind, deaf and mute at the age of 18 months, when they asked her, when they asked her of, 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 of anything that was worse than being blind, she replied, she said that the only thing worse than being blind is having sight and no vision. When you can see, but you cannot see. Helen Keller said the only thing that is worse than being blind is having a sight with no vision. When you are looking at something, but you cannot see anything. When you are seeing, but you don't even understand what you are seeing. And the reason she said that is because the greatest gift that God gave to man is not the gift of sight. It's the gift of vision. The ability to dream. The ability to see a possible future. That's what God gave you. That is what is called the creative power. That is what was deposited in Adam. That's why Adam can look at this thing and say, you look like a lion. You look like a dog. You look like a cat. That was why he was able to name everything without even being told. It's the gift, the ability to dream, the ability to see a possible future. And that was why when those people that were building a tower, the Tower of Babel, when they came together, the Lord Almighty made a testimony. He said that we must, there must be, there's nothing that can be taken away from them when they come together. When they are able to imagine a possible future, nothing can stop it. Nothing can stop the heart of a man that is able to see a future. Everything you see here today is because somebody was able to dream it. Somebody was able to see it. Somebody was able to imagine it. Somebody caught a revelation. And they walked to see that thing happen. And the Lord is saying, it is possible for you this year also. It is possible. You can see what I have in store for you. You can see the things that I have in store for you. And that is why I am begging you again. You must get a vision for your life and for your family. You must get a vision for the work of your hand. You must get a vision for that thing that you have been dreaming about. Because if you don't, this year will be a waste. And that will not be your postponed in Jesus' name. The question is, what type of vision are we talking about? What type of vision is it that secures the blessings of the Almighty God? Let me run through this very quickly in the book of Matthew chapter 4 verse 4. The Bible says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God, every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. What kind of vision is the one that pulls the blessings of God into your life? That pulls the resource of God into your life? That opens the way for you and makes you to get to where you are supposed to get to? It's a vision that is birthed in revelation. 
The Lord gives you a destination of where you're going when you get a revelation from Him. That is the kind of vision that attracts the blessings of God into your life. A vision that is birthed in revelation. A vision that is inspired by the word of God. That is the kind of vision that brings the blessings of God into your life. A vision that is confirmed by the Holy Spirit. Not a vision that you see your brother doing because the person is doing X, Y, and that. I'm going to jump and start doing it. That's not the vision that we're talking about. We're talking about the vision that is confirmed by the Holy Spirit. When the Spirit of God ministers to your heart and says, this is what I want you to do. When you follow that thing, you see the blessings of God attend unto it. Not only that, the vision that secures the blessing of God in your life is a vision that is in line with the purpose of the Almighty God. When God says, this is what I want to accomplish, and then you align yourself with it, then you see the result happening. When you find the area that God has called you to, when you become an expert in the things that you know, as a student, you become so good in a particular subject. When people are talking, your name comes first. When people are looking for solution, your name comes first. Find something. And that something comes by the revelation of the Almighty God. The revelation that secures the blessings of God is a, is a revelation that is in line with the purpose of the Almighty God for your life. Not only that, a revelation that secures the blessings of God is the one that enrich the kingdom of the Almighty God. Thank you very much for listening to our program today. We invite you to join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. for our Sunday worship service at 2711 Murfreesboro Road in Antioch, Tennessee. We also host Bible study and prayer meetings every Friday at 7 p.m. Visit us online at www.lifelonganointing.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Join us next time for another edition of Fresh Encounter. On behalf of Lifelong Anointing Church, we thank you for listening.